Hey there, welcome to Thomas Taylor Ministries once again. Uh, we are still covering the prophetic timeline. This is part three in a three-part series. We've already covered a lot of Matthew 24. We just went right down the line and covered what Jesus had to say about what was happening, what was going to happen, and uh, where we are in that prophetic timeline. So it matches perfectly with the seals of Revelation. And so we've already covered the first six seals. Today we're going to cover the seventh and final seal of the book of Revelation. And so please check out parts one and two if you haven't seen those so you can understand where we are in God's prophetic timeline. We want to first welcome our newcomers. Thank you for joining us at Thomas Taylor Ministries. So glad you could be with us today. Uh, Make sure you take advantage of all the resources at thomastaylorministries.org. That's thomastaylorministries.org. There you'll find resources on, there's articles and podcasts, videos. There's Bible school curriculum. And then there's lots of lots, lots and lots of end time teaching. Particularly, there's some great charts that I'll be uh, showing you here. And I would encourage you to, to go check that out. Look up those charts at thomastaylorministries.org and grab your Bible. Make sure you uh, follow along with me in your Bible. Don't take my word for anything. Um, I just want to be uh, someone that can come along and help you study your Bible. But make sure you, you study the Bible and read and trust the Bible alone. Also, if you can, uh, please, please feel free to donate. You can scroll to the bottom of the website and click the donate button. I really appreciate all my supporters. So today, let's go ahead and jump right into the seventh seal. What does the Bible say is the seventh seal? Well, you can find that in Revelation chapter 8, verse 1, if you want to follow along with me. This is all it says about the seventh seal. It says, And when he had opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven about the space of half an hour. And that's it. That's all we get as a description of the seventh seal. Silence in heaven for half an hour. That's the whole thing. Well, uh, the seventh seal has more to it, and I believe the seventh seal is going to be, in particular, you have to go to the seventh trumpet. It lines up with the seventh trumpet, uh, and it lines up with the seven bowls of God's wrath. So in, in Revelation chapter 8, verse 1, there's space of half an hour of silence, but then there's a major break in the chronology of Revelation because it starts to talk about the trumpets. And of course, naturally, most people think the seals open and then the trumpets open because of the, you know, that's the next verse. I strongly disagree with that. I believe the trumpets start over. Um, and in fact, to go through the trumpets, you got to go back in time because that's talking about the asteroid that happened quite a bit earlier. Like, so. Let's jump into what is the seventh seal. It is also the same time as the seventh trumpet. And I'll go ahead and read that in Revelation chapter 11, verse 15. The seventh angel sounded and there was great voices in heaven saying, The kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ. And he shall reign forever and ever. So what we see is the seventh trumpet sounding. There's great voices, which means sounds in heaven. And so this is when everything is handed over. It's taken out of mankind's hands and handed over to Jesus Christ. He finally, he's purchased everything. He's, he's had all power in heaven and in earth. 
but there had to be uh, some things that had to be fulfilled. The time of the Gentiles had to be fulfilled. And, uh, and, and all these things that we read about in the seals had to be fulfilled. And so it is here at the seventh trumpet where basically the deed is handed back over. It's, it's ripped out of the devil's hands as he is called the God of, of this earth. And it's given completely now to Jesus Christ. Uh, let's keep reading though in Revelation chapter 11, verse 18. It says that the nations were angry and thy wrath is come and should destroy them which destroy the earth okay so the nations that's really the united nations they are the world government and they were angry well they're scared because Jesus's wrath has come. And so people say the seven years were the wrath of God. But no, it's not until we get to the seventh seal and the seventh trumpet do we hear anything uh, that's proclaimed from heaven saying this is the wrath of God. Now, some people over there at the sixth seal thought that the asteroid was the wrath of God. But that's just men's analysis. And you can see why they might think so. Oh, an asteroid strikes the earth and it sounds like it's, that would seem like the wrath of God. It's not the wrath of God. The Bible specifically tells us when the wrath of God is, and that's at the seventh trumpet. So that's in Revelation chapter 11, verse 18. It says, this is the wrath of God. The seven years, Daniel's 70th week is not the wrath of God. The great tribulation is not the wrath of God. God will not abuse his own bride. It is the devil's wrath that we are dealing with in the time of persecution. And so we are raptured before the wrath of God is poured out here at the seventh uh, trumpet. So he is going to destroy those which destroy the earth. How do they destroy the earth? Is it because of pollution? Is it because of CO2? No, it's because of sin. It is sin that has caused uh, the destruction that we see in the earth, allowing the devil to come in and, and steal, kill, and destroy so much. Also, Revelation uh, chapter 11, the next verse says, And the temple of God was opened. Now pay attention to this language. The temple of God was opened. This is a Reve Revelation chapter 11. We're on the seventh trumpet. And there was seen in his temple the ark of his testament, and there were lightnings and voices, which means sounds, and thunders, and an earthquake, and great hail. That is associated with the seventh trumpet. And so this is the wrath of of God. He's going to destroy those that destroy the earth. And so uh, notice these, these things, the lightning, the voices, the thunder, the earthquake, the hail. Now we're going to jump all the way to Revelation chapter 15, and we see these, these exact same things happening again, which means these line up together. Well, what is Revelation chapter 15 talking about? We know Revelation chapter 11 was talking about the trumpet. What's Revelation chapter 15? Well, these two events line up one at the same time. Revelation chapter 15 is talking about the bowls of God's wrath. And so we know that the seventh trumpet is when all seven of the bowls of God's wrath are going to be poured out, which I believe also happens at the same time as the seventh seal, which is kind of the big picture. So you have the seventh seal as the big picture. The seventh trumpet, 
under that, and then all seven of the bowls of God's wrath that will be poured out. So let's go ahead and read Revelation chapter 15, verse 5. He says, And after that I looked, and behold, the temple of the tabernacle of the testimony in heaven was open. That's the same thing we just read in Revelation 11, talking about the time of the trumpet. So we know that it isn't the trumpets and then the bowls. It is the trumpet is the bowls. The the seventh trumpet is the bowls. All seven bowls are going to be poured out. And I believe like immediately one right after the another, except for the one of the last ones where they're going to wait for the Euphrates to dry up and the the, the men from the east, the kings from the east can get into Armageddon, the, the land of Megiddo, and that's where they'll be killed at Armageddon by the Lord Jesus Christ. All right, let's go to verse 7. It says, And one of the four beasts gave unto the seven angels seven golden vials full of the wrath of God who lives forever and ever. So the bowls are the wrath of God, not the seven-year tribulation. In fact, there's no such thing as a seven-year tribulation. The Bible never says there are seven years of tribulation. It's just, you know, Daniel's 70th week. The latter half of it will be great tribulation. This is the bowls of God's wrath. And so let's look at what's interesting. I'm going to just notice a pattern. There's a pattern you can see. We talked about the trumpets in one of my other videos. So there's seven trumpets and there's seven bowls of God's wrath. And there happens to be a pattern that's very interesting. Uh, the first uh, happens to deal with the things of the earth, this first trumpet or the first bowl. Now the trumpets are really God warning us of what the devil's doing. The bowls are God's wrath. And so one is the devil. The trumpets are, are, are the devil, the devil's wrath, you could say. All six trumpets, the first six trumpets. And then the bowls, all seven of them, are God's wrath. Now, the seventh trumpet opens the seven bowls. Therefore, the seventh trumpet is really God's wrath as well. And so the trumpets actually are the asteroid where he tries to destroy the earth, destroy mankind. And then God will actually stop that from happening, rapture his church, and pour out his wrath on those remaining on the earth. And so the second trumpet in the second bowl happens to deal with the sea. The third has to do with fresh waters. The fourth has to do with the heavens. The fifth has to do with the kingdom of hell. The sixth has, has to do with the Euphrates River. And then the seventh always has to do with God's wrath. And so the the wrath of God in these seven bowls will be just so horrendous that uh, we will be in shock you know, we will be in heaven watching it happen in the earth. And we will, we will be seeing what God does to man, mankind. But we will be spiritual beings. So we'll also be seeing what God does to the fallen angels and the demons and destroying them uh, and, and and throwing them maybe to the bottomless pit or the lake of fire or, or something. But they will all be removed from the earth, their influence and their power and so Jesus will rule both in spirit and in the natural realm from Jerusalem. But it will be such a horrendous time to see God's wrath on the earth. Uh, when, when we look back on it for all of eternity, we will we'll speak of it probably in, in, in a solemn, almost a hush, hushed 
whisper. It will be just so horrendous uh, to see what's going to happen because mankind has offended a holy, holy, holy God. Satan has offended a holy, holy, holy God. And so we're going to see the destruction uh, of what happens uh, when, when you sin against the most holy God and you reject salvation through Jesus Christ. We will have both natural eyes to see and spiritual eyes to see. And so this is the wrath of God. It's the seven bowls of God's wrath. And so the, the wrath of God is a very specific thing that happens at the end. It is not during the seven years. It's after the seven years. In fact, it's quite some time after the seven years. It's approximately a year and a half after the seven years, I believe, when the, the bowls of wrath will be poured out. And that's just the timing uh, according to the Bible. And I've covered a lot of that. I'm not going to try to cover that again. But the Bible promises us that God's people will never be appointed to wrath. It says that in 1 Thessalonians 10. It says, which delivered us, Jesus delivered us from the wrath to come. In 1 Thessalonians 5, 9, it says, God has not appointed us, God's people, to wrath, but to obtain salvation. We will be redeemed, saved bodily with a resurrection, or we will be transformed, and, and we will, in the twinkling of an eye, be changed, and, and we will be lifted up off the earth to be with him forever. And so uh, it says in Romans 5, 9, we shall be saved from wrath. So God's wrath has not been poured out. It's been poured out on Jesus Christ on the cross. It's been poured out in ancient history, like, you know, Noah's flood and Sodom and Gomorrah. Uh, but it hasn't been poured out and it will not be poured out until this point, the seventh seal, the seventh trumpet and all seven of these, these bowls. And so we're going to cover each bowl of wrath. The first bowl, it says that there, it, it was poured out on the earth. And so sores appeared on all those that took the mark of the beast. And I'm sure you're familiar with the mark of the beast. And most people think it might be uh, the number 666 or something like that on your right hand or your forehead. Could be, I, I think it, uh, it might be some type of tattoo, whatever it is, it's, it's someone taking it on purpose. You can't accidentally get it. It's someone taking it on purpose to pledge allegiance to the world government. And ultimately, that means the, the Antichrist. And so it is the false prophet that implements the Mark of the Beast system where people will start taking this and pledging allegiance because it's the world government that they think is going to save them from the asteroid. And so people will be in such panic. It'll be like, take this, take this Mark of the Beast. Or basically, you're seditious. We're just going to kill you because you're out of your mind if you don't believe we can save you from the asteroid. And so, and of course, the, the Jews and the Christians are not going to take it. Many of the Muslims are not going to take it. And various people are not going to take it. And so they'll, they'll not be able to buy or sell. The interesting thing is it's the false prophet, the last pope, that's going to really be pushing this thing, implementing it, 
through technology, through spiritual power, demons, and I'm not sure how it's going to work out. But if you don't basically worship the world government, not the Antichrist man necessarily, but if you don't worship the world government as your savior from the asteroid and all things bad for that matter, economic collapse and uh, things like that. If you don't worship the world government as your savior, if government isn't your God, they will kill you. They will decapitate you. So that's why so many Christians, of course, will be martyred for their faith. And so I have a little picture of, of the mark of the beast, which I have. A, the, if you look real close, it's the United Nations symbol in there. It probably won't be that, but it'll be something similar. I believe it is the United Nations, which will be the world government, but it'll be a revised United Nations, not the one we know today, because it says it'll only last a short time. The United Nations has been around for quite a while, uh, since World War II almost. And so the last world government will be a, a reformed United Nations that only lasts three and a half years. And so no one will be able to buy or sell except those that have taken the mark. And so again, this is what the final Pope will implement. The world government will, will distribute this and it'll be through your phones. It'll be through your computers and all kinds of technology, which is, it's just the easiest thing in the world now to, to make something like that where you can talk and, and, and see them and they can see you and you can talk to them. They can talk to you and you can worship the beast and pledge allegiance. And if you don't pledge allegiance, they have your GPS. They know where you are. They're going to find you. And uh, probably part of the actual mark will be some type of tracking system, as well as they'll have all your records, all your vaccinations. That's a big deal these days. So I could talk more about that, but let me keep going for time's sake. The next bowl to be poured out is the seas will be turned to blood. That's bowl number two. Uh, the seas will turn to blood and, you know, all the living creatures will die. And then uh, bowl number three is rivers will turn to blood. In other words, the sources of fresh water will turn to blood. So there's nothing to drink except blood. Bowl number four is the sun will scorch men with fire. And it would seem like, you know, when this asteroid strikes the Earth, maybe the electromagnetic protection over the Earth is destroyed somehow uh, to a large degree. And so that allows the sun to just hit us directly and burn. And so n none of us will be here that are Christians or, or, or God's people. We'll all be raptured. But, but Satan's people will be left to be destroyed by uh, the sun, will burn men with fire. And then bowl number five is somehow going to directly attack the beast's throne. The beast is the world government and the Antichrist and the ten kings that are that the Antichrist helps is using to help him rule the world. Some type of security council with veto veto power. I don't know what it is. Again, it's going to be reformed. The United Nations is going to be reformed. And so they're going to be destroyed with darkness and great pain and torment of some kind. So that's bowl number five is darkness somehow is going to torment the world government. Bowl number six is going to be poured out, and that's when the Euphrates River is going to be dried up to make way for the kings of the east to travel 
from east to west to get into the Valley of Megiddo, uh, where they will uh, be finished off. And so that happens most likely through this, this dam you see on the picture here. This is the Ataturk Dam that's in Turkey, and it has the power to completely dry up the Euphrates River now. And so they, they, you know, they let it, they turn it up and turn it down as needed, the Euphrates River. They already had the power to do this. And so this can be done very quickly. I believe these seven bowls happen almost in the same day. In, in a very, very short amount of time. So there's, uh, there's a rapid movement of, of these armies from east to west to, uh, to get into the Valley of Megiddo. And so this, this happens almost in, in a day or, or within a very short amount of time, maybe a few days at the most. Um, it's just going to be very, very rapid how, how God will destroy the, the enemies of God here. And then lastly, we get to the seventh bowl. This is the seventh seal, the seventh bowl, I mean the seventh trumpet. And then finally, the seventh bowl is the last thing to happen. And this is at Armageddon, where uh, and, and it'll be a, a planet-wide earthquake. And hailstones of 100 pounds uh, or more will, will strike and destroy men at Armageddon. The blood will, will flow from, from the, the horses and the men and being destroyed. Um, I personally believe, by the way, that, that much of the modern weapons of warfare will not work anymore. I believe the economy will crash so hard that oil will stop flowing. Therefore, all your vehicles with machinery and oil and tanks and cars and Humvees and all modern machinery is scrapped. You can't use it. They're going to use horses, just like the Bible says. Uh, they're going to use things like swords. They're eventually going to run out of ammo. And so they're going to be fighting old school style with swords and shields. It's in, And that's in the Bible. Uh, you can read about that in, uh, I think it's in Ezekiel. Uh, I can't remember the, the chapter. It's like somewhere around, you know, Ezekiel 36, 37, 38, 39, all in there. Uh, anyway, at Armageddon, 100 pounds uh, of fire will fall, 100 pound hailstones of fire will fall from the sky, destroy the enemies of God, and blood will be up to the horse's bridle, which is four, five feet of blood for several several miles so it's it's a that's a great slaughter the bible talks about that men will be so scarce on the earth at this time it'll, it'll be more scarce than gold and so the the population is around seven point something eight billion today by this time i don't know it it won't be very many particularly after armageddon and uh at at this after that is when jesus We'll, we'll touch down on the Mount of Olives along with all saints and angels and we'll uh, separate the sheep from the goat and uh, he will he will uh, give his reward to his prophets, his people. But that's after Armageddon. And so we will all see this from the sky as Jesus pours out the wrath of God on the earth. So that's all uh, of the seventh seal which includes the seventh trumpet and all seven of the bowls of wrath. And so the real question is, are you ready? You want to make sure that you're standing with Jesus Christ, not against Jesus Christ. And that's an easy choice to make. But how do you make that choice? 
Well, you give him your entire life. You don't play church. You don't just go to church and try to be a good person. No, you surrender your heart to Jesus Christ and you give him everything your whole life. He gave, he gave his life for you on that cross. He took the full wrath of God for you so that you would not have to ever endure one bit of God's wrath at the end of time. And so you just surrender your entire life to Jesus Christ ask for forgiveness of sins, make him the Lord of your life, and he will wash you and cleanse you from all sin. And so when the day of resurrection and rapture comes, you will be taken off the earth, and then God's wrath will be poured out, and you will see from the heavens, you will not take part in that. So make sure you're ready. Thank you for joining me for the seventh seal. Um, I'll start a new video on something else next time. But uh, with that, I thank you for joining me. Again, take advantage of the resources at thomastaylorministries.org. God bless.